media hosts. We're going to talk about media hosts on the How to Podcast step-by-step course from Podcast Fast Track. What is a media host? Well, it's a place that, you know, kind of hosts your media, (laughs) which is your audio or video file. We're going to get into it on this module of the course because it's a vital part of your podcast. Let's do it. How to podcast step by step. Boy, that was bad, wasn't it? Hey, welcome back to the course, man. I just decided let's have some fun with this. If that was fun for you. It was fun for me. It was fun for you. Let's move ahead. We're talking about a media host in this particular module of the course. First of all, let's make sure we understand what a media host is. It is a place that hosts your media. (laughs) meaning your audio files, or if you're doing a video podcast, your video files. It is a service you will hire on a monthly basis to store the content that you provide for them. Okay. Now, why do you need a media host instead of just uploading it, say, to a WordPress website or something like that? Well, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, WordPress websites are optimized for website traffic, not for audio and media kind of traffic. And so if your show takes off, like I'm hoping it will, and you start getting a lot of downloads every day or every month, you could crash your website very easily on most website hosting accounts. In addition to that, most website hosting accounts like Bluehost and HostGator and GoDaddy and all those have in their fine print, you are not allowed to provide media for the purposes of streaming, which podcasting is, from their hosting site. So you would be in violation of your user agreement in most cases. So, The alternative is to find a media host that specializes in podcast media. And that's exactly what I'm going to walk you through today. I'm going to walk you through some of the options of who the best media hosts are that I recommend. And I'll warn you ahead of time, a little bit of this will be like a commercial because I have an official relationship with one of these media hosts. And the reason I do is because I believe in them. I've used their service. I have moved all my shows to their podcast service because I believe in what they do, and I just love the way the interface is. So let's move ahead. Why a media host? Well, first of all, you need reliable hosting. Like I said, a website host is not going to be reliable for you. You need someone whose systems are optimized for the demands of streaming audio media. Because remember, when someone goes to play your podcast or to retrieve your podcast through iTunes or through a podcasting app, it's going to make a request to your media host to pull that file. And every time someone does that, it's going to make that request, make that request, make that request. And your media host has to be able to handle that. And not only that, but yours combined with mine and mine combined with someone else's and someone else's not that our shows are combined, but you get it. These on-demand requests happening 24-7 around the clock. It's got to be able to handle all that. So you need reliable hosting. You also need features from that media host that can help you. Things like social media sharing of your episodes, ways to publish your episodes that fit with the criteria that Apple Podcasts and others require. You see, and a good media host is going to stay on top of the industry happenings. Like recently, for example, Apple Podcasts created some new tags, we call them, that have to be included with every podcast episode. Well, the good media hosts jumped right on that and updated their systems to allow us ways to provide those for Apple Podcasts. The ones that are not quite as professional didn't, and some of them are still dragging their feet on it. 
So you want to have someone who's on top of things and getting the changes done as they need to be done. You also want one that's easy to use. There are some media hosts out there that are just plain clunky, in my opinion. And their interface looks very 70s-ish or 80s-ish, even though the internet wasn't around in the 70s or the early 80s. I mean, you, you see what I'm getting at? Some of their interfaces are just ridiculous. They're not easy to use. They don't make a lot of sense. And they're slow or just aren't easy to use. So that's that point. You also want a media host that has good support and good training. By support, I mean when you have an issue, and you will have issues from time to time because it's tech. And technology always has issues from time to time as things change. You want to be able to reach out and get a response fairly quickly to be able to fix your problem. For example, I'm dealing with my media host right now on one very small, simple thing. I have a particular episode within about 30 that are pre-scheduled in my Morning Mindset podcast that I cannot get it to change the publication time. See, I'd set them all to publish at 8.30 in the morning. And I've decided I want to publish them earlier at 7.30. Well, all the rest of the posts that I have scheduled, I made the change, no problem. This particular one I make, and it stays at 8.30 instead of changing to 7.30. Well, I reached out to my media host about, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. And they're already on it, already sending me back emails, trying to figure out the problem. That's what you want from your support. It won't always be exactly that quick, but you want within 24 hours, somebody is on it trying to fix your problem. I also said training. You want to make sure your media host has plenty of help articles or videos to show you how to use their system because a good media host is going to be adding features all the time and you want to know how to use those features because the better you know how to use your media host account, the more effective your podcasting promotion and publication is going to be. You also want a media host that has good statistics. Now, I'm not talking about the math class you took in high school. I'm talking about a tally of downloads for the episodes of your podcast. You want monthly total downloads. You want daily downloads. You want downloads of each episode broken out. You want to know what kinds of devices your listeners are using to listen to your show. You want to know where in the world people are listening to your show. You want to know all of that because it helps you refine the way you go about doing podcasting. You may not quite understand that, but let me give you a few examples. Say you are a coach and you go around the country doing events centered around the kind of coaching that you do. Well, if you see in your stats that you get a lot of downloads from, I'll just pick some states here, New York State, California, and Colorado, guess what? Those are great places for you to plan an event because you know you've got a listener base there already. That's just one example of how stats can help you. Statistics are also going to be important if and when you get to the point you want to start courting sponsors. They're going to want to know how many downloads you get of every episode and how many downloads within a 30-day period. You know, they're going to want to know that stuff. So you need a media host that provides you great statistics. And by the way, statistics measurement is kind of a new science in podcasting. Good media hosts have tried to do it accurately for a long time. But there are some new standards that have come out that podcast companies and media hosts are now trying to adapt to. Most of the good ones have adapted. They are reporting now based on those new criteria, but not all of them are. You need to be careful when you get into this. Now, what are the options 
for the best media host. I'm going to give you my opinion. I understand you may use something totally different than what I'm going to say here, but these are the big, reliable, trustworthy media hosts, in my opinion, that are in the podcasting space and are really in this for the podcasters. There's Libsyn. It stands for Liberated Syndication. You have Blueberry. They have no E's in their name. Notice that, Blueberry. There's also Spreaker. Now, Spreaker does other things just besides podcast hosting. They also have some live streaming services that are part of every podcast hosting package. So there's a lot of things you can do there. Then there's also Podbean. All four of these are proven, reliable media hosts that you can use. All of these are going to provide you fairly good ease of use. They're going to provide you good support and training. They're going to provide you features you can use that are helpful. They're going to provide you good statistics. All four of these are going to be good in all of those ways. And they'll be reliable also. Okay, I am switching over to my Libsyn dashboard. Libsyn is where I host all my things. Every one of the podcast hosts I mentioned will have a dashboard of their own. They won't look exactly like this. They'll have their own version. It'll look a certain way. But this is mine for my show. Now, in Libsyn, you can host multiple shows on their service. And when you do, they all show up inside your account. So I could go right here and change from one of my shows to another. This is the main dashboard that you see here. When you have content to upload, you'll go to content, add new episode. I'm going to do that real quick. It opens to this window with all of these tabs here. I will add my media using this button. I can do so by uploading from my computer, from Dropbox, from all kinds of things. On the details tab, I'll put in my episode title, any subtitle, any description. And by the way, this description is what shows up in the podcasting apps. So if you include links and resources and things like that, you can include them here. You can set up categories so that you can grab what they call a category player from Libsyn. So for example, say you have a category that is uh, affiliate marketing that you podcast about periodically as, as a certain type of episode in your show. You could get a player that is only your affiliate marketing episodes that you have labeled such here and embed that somewhere in your website. It's a pretty cool feature. Scroll on down here. I'm not going to look at everything, but you can put in your iTunes tags that we were talking about earlier, all these different things. Then this button is the same as this tab up here, artwork. You can add episode-specific thumbnail artwork, so the square image. You can also add a widescreen image that can be used to overlay your audio and publish directly to YouTube if you integrate that. You can plug in social things so that when your episode publishes, on Libsyn and therefore to Apple Podcasts and all the other directories. It also can go to Twitter and to LinkedIn and to Facebook. You can also set these in your scheduling tab up here to go out at different times. So let's say your podcast itself publishes at 3 a.m., but you want your tweets and your Facebook and your LinkedIn to go out at 9 a.m. because people aren't usually awake at 3 a.m. Well, you can do that through the scheduling tab here. So you go to your scheduling tab, basic release. You set your new release date using the calendar and the clock here. And then it's this advanced tab. So you can set the date differently for any of these. They call them destinations. See Spotify's in here, Tumblr, Web Player, you know, all those kinds of things. It's really, really cool. Now, this is Libsyn. Obviously, the other hosts have something similar. I'll show you something here on stats. I'm going to leave this page because I didn't really do anything on this page. See here, it shows me my stats by day, you know, and I can change that. I can see it as a table if I want. 
See, and it's, you see the spikes here are usually when I've released a new episode. That's what those are. You can go down here and see stats for each individual episode. See, this particular episode has gotten 434 downloads total since its lifetime of being published from 1124. So you can see all that. You can see downloads per destination. So the majority of them are coming directly from the Libsyn feed. Here's the web player, iHeartRadio, LinkedIn on Publish, all this. You don't see Spotify here because Spotify is a different place. You have to go see it. It, it goes to a different place. Let me show you. So see, I've had up to 30 downloads on a certain day, December 29th. See, and I could dig into this a little more and figure out, okay, what episode did I release on December 29th? How come Spotify did that episode? You know, and let, let's do it just for the fun of it. You know, what episode was that? Do I need, should I do more content like that? You, you get what I'm saying. You can dig into these stats and find out a whole lot of stuff. Now, all that said, let's get back to talking about the media hosts. Let me talk for you a little bit about how to set up your media host. And by the way, the other media hosts I mentioned are going to have something very similar. So you're going to set up your account by subscribing to a monthly payment sort of an option. My account, just to give you a frame of reference, I think is $20 a month. I get the upgraded stats. I get more storage. I get a lot of stuff. 20 bucks a month. I mean, think about it. That's five trips to Starbucks if you go to Starbucks. That's not that much. If you really want to do this, you can figure it out. Now, that's not to say you have to have the $20 a month package. They have one as low as I think $5 that you can get. So check them out. They have options. All the media hosts do. You're going to upload your media, just like I showed you. You're going to complete all the episode info and you'll need at least one episode live published before you'll be able to submit your show's podcast feed, which your media host will provide to you to the directories. So for example, you go to submit your show one time at the beginning to Apple Podcasts. You've got to have some content available for them to pull. Now, here's a little trick we do sometimes. If we don't have the first episode actually ready when we're ready to submit to Apple Podcasts, we will toss just the intro music in there, just a file of the intro music. The reason is we just want content there because all we're trying to do is get it approved on Apple Podcasts. And it takes about 24 hours, sometimes less, sometimes more, but we want to do it ahead of time before launch of our show so that everything's ready to go before we actually launch the show. So you need at least one episode already live to submit to the directories. That's a piece of cake. You can do that. You can submit to Apple Podcasts, to Google Play, to Stitcher, to Spotify now. Uh, there's a way you can do it independently. There's also a way you can do it through Libsyn. That's one of the reasons I like Libsyn is because they're always on top of these things, forging relationships with the people that matter. And Spotify has agreed to just let every podcast within Libsyn submit to be included in Spotify. I love it. All right, let's move on. Now, I want to encourage you to try Libsyn. And this is the commercial part. If you've already got a media host, if you already know who you want to use, you don't need to listen to this. This is the rest of this particular module is going to be about why I think you should try Libsyn. Libsyn, in my opinion, and I've used most of those others that I listed, Libsyn is just the best. They have great features. They have the things I want as a podcaster. And this screenshot that I'm showing you here is showing you Libsyn's tutorials. They have a getting started guide, which is a video right here that you're going to watch. They also have 
all kinds of tutorials for using the functionality of the Libsyn interface. They're going to show you every single thing you need to do. It's just a no-brainer in a way for me. Now, if you try Libsyn, I do have an affiliate relationship with them. And if you use my promo code when you sign up for Libsyn, you can get up to one and a half months of service free. Now, let me tell you how that works. Right now when I'm recording this, it's January 17th. Let's say you signed up today for a Libsyn account. You are going to get the rest of this month free and you will get next month free. So you will still submit your credit card and all that stuff, but Libsyn will not charge you for the rest of this month and all of next month. That's a great intro deal to help you get started. If money's tight and you're saying, oh, I don't know if I can afford this yet. You got a month and a half there to get off your duff and get things going. All right. So if you want to try Libsyn and use my promo code, you can go to Libsyn.com and use the code PFT. Okay. So there's going to be a place on the page where you sign up for the package you want that says, do you have a promo code or do you have a discount code? You'll put in the letters PFT. I don't know if they have to be all caps, but I would just make them all caps just to be safe. And that promo code will get you that deal of up to one and a half months for free. So that is all that I have to tell you about media hosts. You can choose who you want. All the examples I've given you are the ones I recommend and the ones that I think are reliable enough. But in the end, it's your choice. You choose who you think is the best for your situation. You have been listening to the audio version of a video course. How's that for confusing? But you can get the video course and all the downloadable action sheets to help you get started on your own podcasting journey at podcastfasttrack.com slash podcast course.